let's crack open a beer and share some thoughts. Coffee, caramel in there. Yeah. Um, not not very not really any bitterness carrying through, is there? No, it's 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 got a really kind of smooth kind of malty biscuit like finish. Yeah, very sweet to, to it. At um, least initially. Yeah, yeah. Um, a little bit of coppery going on in there. Yeah, that's well, which I tend to find that with amber ales. Yeah, especially with that, especially when they come with the sweetness like the toffee yeah. and caramel. It seems to have that not quite metallic, but they're just that an undercurrent. Yes. Of it coming yeah, through. Yeah, just just around the edges. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't usually leave me wanting more, I have to admit, if I'm being absolutely honest. No. Um I, I wouldn't necessarily select an amber ale, but that's no. that's that's just a, a style thing. Yeah, um, I, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be high on my list. Yeah, yeah. But solid enough flavours in there. So this is um this is Haven Amber Ale from uh Bude Brewery in, in Cornwall, who we are featuring quite heavily on, on this week's show. So we're going to be doing three of their beers uh, throughout the show uh, as we continue with our discussions about what we've been up to uh, over the last couple of weeks. A couple now. of weeks, yeah. Um, because we have had quite a, uh, a, a busy, beery period. We have. Um, so do you, want to, do you want to go first? What, what have you been up to? Uh, well, uh, last week I paid a visit to the local, local beer festival in Colchester. Um, Organised by camera, I uh, came away with another bloody tankard, which I've got no idea where I'm going to put it. I've got to stop. I want to go to a festival where you get a glass tankard. Go to the Colchester Winter Festival. It's too late now. They will always have a tankard. Uh, right. It's their thing. I'm going next year then, <laughs> because I want a glass tankard. They will always do. It's half pint tankard, obviously with a little bit of extra space, so you get your full half pint. Yeah. Um, but no, that was really good, actually. Um, a few, few people there that I knew. And um, there were some very good beers on. They had a couple of beers from Old Chimneys, which I've never seen on cast before. So the, the Old Henry was on uh, was on cast. King, King, Old King Henry, is that it? Old Chimneys? King uh, Henry? Good King, King Henry. Good King Henry. Yeah. yeah. Imperial Stout. Didn't what, wait, didn't what, wait what to What year end. was it? They they, didn't, they, I don't think it said it. All oh, right, okay. Because normally they'll... It has the year, yeah, doesn't it? But yeah. I, did, I went for it straight away. That was the first beer. Wise move. Yeah, because it did run out half an hour later. Very wise move. Yeah. Very wise move in that case, yeah. Very, very pleased with that. That was lovely, that was. I could yeah. have drunk it very sessionable for a 9% plus peel, I have to admit. <laughs> but it was a really good atmosphere there. There was quite quite good uh, range of people, not too packed on the Thursday. I did hear on the Friday that Friday evening it was one in, one out. Oh, really? Yeah. Although I did, I did uh, remember seeing a tweet from... Um, Ed Razzle of the uh, Stratford Swan. Well, no, now of Adnams. Now of Adnams. Yeah. Sorry, I, di- I didn't know we'd gone to, he, he was in the end of it. Of him, just he wrote, so, just seen someone swigging all veil straight from the bottle. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not, I, I, not I don't think they're really necessarily appreciating the beer festival element yeah. of it. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's in, it's, in a, it's in a nice building, very accessible in town. Really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and got a lift home. So thank you to uh, to Carl's Mrs. Hannah for driving me home. Always a win. Always a win. Always that a win one. when you get lift home. Um, talking of fantastic spaces and camera beer festivals, uh, we went to the Manchester. Oh yeah, Manchester beer, beer and cider Festi- festival. Um, obviously, people would know by now the reason why I was up there was to do uh, last week's show, which was the the crossover with Beernomicon. Yeah, really uh, enjoyed that as well. Yeah, and to record another special that we've got coming out in a couple of weeks, the uh, the coffee and beer special. Yeah. 
with, with Roland from Stephen Roland's Beer Podcast. Uh, but while we're up there, we took full advantage of the fact that the, that the Manchester Beer Festival was yeah. up. And we went and had a pretty good time. We had a very good time. We had a very good time. And a wonderful space. It's uh, it's at Manchester Central, but other, other listeners may re- remember it as the GMEX. Yes. Um, entertainment venue, concert venue. Great space for a beer festival. One of the best beer festivals I've been to. Yeah. I, I think we struck lucky as well on the Thursday night because yes. it wasn't too busy. No. So we kind of walked in. You didn't feel crowded. You had a lot of space to walk around. And like you said, really good use of the space as well. So you, you walked in and the first thing you were presented with was kind of a, a bit of a central island. Which was the brewery bars. Which was all the brewery bars. So And, and then as you go towards the back, you then had your car scale offerings. Yeah. But also just a great way of having cask and keg uh, alongside each other in a festival. Yeah, which didn't really seem to phase anyone. No. Um, Took a little while to walk around because we were walking around with Manchester star... Connor Murphy, who kept him getting stopped who, by all and sundry. Yes, absolutely. I yeah. thought we were going to start asking for autographs at one point. Yes, yeah. Never go to a beer festival with, with, with Connor Murphy, because, <laughs> especially in Manchester. Especially in Manchester. Because he knows everybody. But it was a wonderful festival, some great beers. Um, I apologise for the one beer I chose, which was a bit of a duffer, but all the others were fantastic, they I were. thought. And, and it was, I think coming back to the thing that they, had, that they had keg on as well, was the fact that we both reached a point where we were like, need something fizzy yeah. now and it was great just to be able to switch straight to the sensible Dutch 11% plus yeah that was a good stuff. idea yeah that was a really yeah. good idea second only to your idea to go to Brewdog afterwards yeah and, yeah and drink the latest incarnation of Born to Die yeah so much for the fear of missing out yes and <laughs> uh, we kind of then didn't remember leaving Brewdog no, no, no. But we made it back to the uh, the rented accommodation. So. Well, we did, and and we <laughs> successfully made it to, to Stoke the following day exactly. to, to to do the uh, the, the collab with uh, Roland. But uh, well. if I can get to the Manchester Beer Festival again in the future, I will. I, I think it's one to highly recommend. Yeah. to try and get to because some of the brewery bars were excellent. The ability, um, the track Sonoma, to, oh, to try more than cask and cake. Yeah. Although double snowman kicked before we got a chance to do the hat trick, but the um, I, I, I would say put it say on record for me that the keg version of the Sonoma I did prefer to the cast version. Of course you did. Not just because it was cold and fizzy, but because the flavour really did come through. I think. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, I I've said many times. I think for its ABV, it's quite possibly the best pale ale in the UK right now. Uh, that's the first time I've had it and it's it's right up there I think yeah right up there bags of flavour mm-hmm. and drinkability yeah so yeah but we, we did get to try a load of really good beers as well oh yeah and um, everyone we bumped into spoke to it was just a really friendly night as yeah, well yeah absolutely yeah so highly recommend that yeah um, I've also uh, been getting myself around a little bit this 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 past week and I went to, to Birmingham and met up with uh, Bob and Sarah Maxfield, uh, who took me to some of the places that you maybe wouldn't find on, on your own in, in Birmingham, which was quite nice. That's good. That's a good way to so, do it. Yeah, we went to uh, Cherry Reds, uh, which is just opposite Brewdog in, in Birmingham. It's kind of a little cafe come coffee shop come bar. Great selection of, of, of beers on. Lots and lots of cans and bottles as, as well. Re- really nice offering. We had fantastic 
fish and chips in there as well, which was really beautifully cooked. Like, it was really lovely beer better on, nice. on, on the fish. Um, and then we went to uh, a place called Tilt, which is kind of a, their, their craft bar offering in, in, in Birmingham, um, which has a load of pinball machines out the back. Had to have pinball and, machines. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I got to try the, uh, the Cloudwater Fazenda Porter. Um, which was a coffee porter and just incredibly good as you would expect from yeah. Cloudwater. I uh, went to the Post Office Vaults, which is a little downstairs bar. Uh, you'd almost walk past it if you didn't know it was there. Um, with a, a bottled beer list that to die for, uh, a, a book sort of literally that thick of, uh, of their bottled beers. And again, realising that with it being an audio podcast, people wouldn't understand when I say that thick, that thick. And, and show you a gap between my fingers. <laughs> people have got no idea what I'm yeah. talking about. It's probably about a half inch thick, thick uh, a book of um, beers on, on offer. Uh, and then we finished the evening um, by going to uh, a cask uh, sort of bar called the Wellington which was okay, pretty much a standard offering in, in terms of the beers that they had on from some fairly traditional local Midlands breweries. And, and then finished off in uh, Pure Bar, which is uh, a bar that's linked to the Purity Chain. Um, they do sort of like food and oh, okay. beers in, yeah. in there as well, where I am. Um, that's quite a diverse selection of places you went to. It was a diverse selection. I'm really grateful to, to Bob and Sarah for showing me around as well, because it's like I say, they're not places that you would necessarily have, uh, have stumbled across. Birmingham's still a little bit of a beer um, desert. Uh, where there's only a handful of bars and you need to know where they are. It's really handy to know where they are then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because otherwise you very quickly gravitate towards... Around the station, there's like there's a, there's a Nicholson's close to the station, and there's a Brewdog close to the station. It would be very easy to gravitate to to one of those. No, to the ones you see on the main streets. Yeah, yeah. Which are, those all would be generally. Yeah, but you, you know, Birmingham gradually up and coming in 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 terms of the, the beers that are on offer, but still some ways to go. Yeah. Considering it's the it's the UK's second city, it's so far behind in terms of its. It's beer offering. Yeah, which I think Bob and Sarah have alluded to before, yeah, haven't they? Yeah, it's a very, very traditional kind of brewery type yeah. city at the moment. So it sounds like you had, a, you, you had the right guides, though. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd like to say I'm really grateful to them as well. Yeah, well, I, I went out on Saturday to London, uh, took Michelle down to London for the day, had a few beers at the Craft Beer Co. Um, this is the Craft Beer Co. Covent Garden, but I prefer to call it the Craft Beer Co. Auburn. As Holborn Tube Station is actually within walking distance of it, and um, also to the Holborn Whippet as well, and um, had some had some nice beers there. Um, but the reason for going up to London, and I had to be honest here, was to go to uh, meet up with some fellow podcasters uh, from the Doctor Who related podcast called I'll Explain Later, where I met up with Jim, John, Matt, and some of their friends, and uh, the the other listener. So both of us were there. They had a hundred percent turnout on the listeners. Um, had a really good time though. Uh, we were in uh, the Blue Posts, which is a uh, Sam Smith's pub, and um, I dived straight into the old brewery bitter and stayed there all night. Okay. Had a uh, had a few pints of that, um, including the last one, which apparently, according to Michelle, I didn't need the last one, but I wanted the last one. <laughs> mate, mate, there's a similar pattern emerging. <laughs> okay, we didn't need the beers after the, the the Manchester Beer Festival, did we? Apparently not. But you insisted it was too early to go home because we were in Manchester. Yes. It doesn't happen very often. He says having gone there four times in the last eighteen months. Yeah. But no, uh, I had really. We both had a really good time on Saturday, 
and it's the, probably the last Saturday I'll be going into London until the trains start running again sometime in the summer. If ever. If, they, if they ever run, because yeah. my recent track record's been shocking. Yes, yes. Um, never travel with you. No, don't. It's a good idea not to, actually. But yeah, it's, that, that was really nice, actually, to, meet, to mix beer and chat and meet some new people uh, for what, what it's all about, really. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so it's been quite a busy time that for has, us, really, yeah, hasn't it? Yeah. In terms but of getting out. Covered the last couple of weeks as well, didn't it? Because uh, we haven't recorded the show uh, like this, because the last one was all about untapped. Yes, because we've been kind of stacking up shows a little bit, yeah. because we're doing this uh, kind of series of collabs with, with other beery podcasters that we want to work with. So yeah. there, there are a few more of those coming, and, and they're very much about... Grabbing the people when they're available, yeah. Uh, so it doesn't necessarily be the right fit. part of the country yeah. to do it as well, doesn't yeah. it? But no, definitely been some good beery adventures recently, and thoroughly enjoyed them all. Yeah, so, so and same here, and, and and like I say, particularly the trip to, to to Manchester, which is one that I would love to do uh, again. Yeah, quite. So what? Everyone's probably just heard you crack open another beer there, Steve. What yes, we, what we yeah, got? yeah. I was far from subtle, subtle <laughs> with that one, wasn't I? So this is uh, this is Poof Bud uh, Palau, uh four percent. Uh, again from Beard Brewery, um, and this is in a sexy little black can. It's quite, it's as, quite a nice as, looking as, can, actually. It is, a, it is a nice can. Very reflective on the front. Yes. Um, I mean, their branding is all quite sea-related. Uh, Fair enough for Beard, I suppose. Yes. Um, so, let's uh, let's give this yeah, one a go. Cheers. cheers. Nice colour and head retention. It, it does. It, it's a really nice... Colour palau. It's more. It's a bit darker. It's, it's a little bit on the uh, amber side, isn't it? It's getting closer to what you you know an IPA colour. Yeah. In the glass. It's got a decent nose on it mm. as well. That's quite refreshing. Nice little counterpoint to the amber as well. That is. That's really well balanced. Yeah. It's, uh, there's there's lots of flavour going on in there. A little bit of citrus, maybe some lemon and lime going on in there. You, you get to the end, and it's it's just this real. There's, there's bitterness, but it's nothing offensive. No, but it's, nice, nice bit of fruit. I'm just, I'm thinking fruit gums at the moment. I don't know why that came into my head, but yeah, it's uh, that, that, that's a, that's a decent one. Um, mm. Yeah, four percent parallel. You could quite easily sink a few of those on on a warm day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, what was them good. being in the perfect carrying vest? Of, well, exactly. Yes, as well. Down at the beach. Yes, indeed. Um, so let's uh, let's jump straight into this week's news because uh, we've got a few bits uh, to get through. So, um, homebrew hero, which is a uh, which was Brewdog's um, homebrewing competition. Oh yeah. Uh, the the winner's beer was launched in this last week, so it's been launched into Brewdog bars and and into Tesco stores nationwide because Brewdog did team up with Tesco's for this. So um, it's a what is the beer? It's called Tropic. Thunder, and it is a stout loaded with chocolate, mocha, and orange. Um, and Brewdog are also going to be releasing the recipe uh, to the home brewers uh, as part of their DIY dog series. Um, so that was brewed by uh, Tom Doyle from Dublin, um, who will now see his beer go into all 30 of the UK Brewdog bars. 30 Brewdog bars? I didn't realise there was that many, blimey. I didn't realise there was that many. And into Tesco stores nationwide. So does that, mean, does that mean he won't, won't see his beer in stores as he's in Dublin? Well, there is no Brewdog in Dublin, but maybe there, there are. T- it says Tesco nationwide. Okay, but Dublin isn't part of the 
you would have thought as the winner of the competition, he's maybe been sent a box. You hope so, wouldn't you? You, you would. You, you've won a competition. Although I think and... if I won, I'd probably have to travel to a shop just to see it. Yeah. I'd have to see it on the shop counter. It, and you'd have to travel to Stand by to, it. to, to Look, see it in there. This is my beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I brewed um, this. So I'm, I'm actually going to keep my eye out for that because I quite I quite like the sound of it I like the well. sound of it. Chocolate mocha and orange stout. Yeah, that does sound very nice. Yeah. Um, but if you are nowhere near a Brewdog bar or a Tesco store, I'm sure you can probably get it from Brewdog's website. I'd imagine if, so. If you want to. Yeah. Um, next up, we've got uh, some Leeds news. So uh, there's a Leeds pub and brew house, uh, which is going to be bought by the local community. Um, so this is the Cardigan Arms pub, um, which is in Kirkstall Road. Uh, was put up for sale by Green King for just under £300,000. Um, and the community don't want to see it go. So they are going to get together and they're going to buy it. Uh, and they're going to turn it into a community pub, which is a which is a great way of, yeah. of, of doing things. Okay, not easy to raise that amount of money, though. No, but there, there must be a strong community yeah. uh, around that pub that don't want to see it go. Um, and then final uh, news this week is uh, from Fuller's, who announced that uh, Georgina Young will be succeeding John Keeling as head brewer um, for Fuller's. Um, so um, John actually hired... Uh, Georgina back in 1999 um, and he's developed her uh, throughout her career and he's, he's he's been mentoring her and he will continue to mentor her uh, as well in that role and that actually it allows John to um, go into doing more of an ambassadorial role with, with Fuller's so he'll be more promoting the brand and well I imagine he's much sought after I, I think he probably does a lot of that already yeah um, it, it, the amount of time that he probably actually spends brewing is very minimal these yeah. days well, that's great great news there no so that's brilliant congratulations, congratulations. To, to, to Georgina for the, the promotions head brewers uh, at Fuller's yeah not bad to have that you nice, nice yeah nice little jump out there um, so opinions 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 we had a really really big uh, amount, number of votes for this one I think second only to our look forward uh, the turn of the year. So we, we asked, in today's beer world, is camera official still needed? And we uh, get four options. Absolutely yes. Yes, but needs to change. Not anymore. And what's camera? And uh, yes, but needs to change uh, came out with 59%. Absolutely yes, 22%. Not anymore, 16%. And what's camera, 3%. So thank you to everyone who voted. And especially thank you to everyone who commented, and there was a lot of comments on, mm -hmm. on this one. Um, I'm just going to read out a few of them to start off with, and then I think we'll get into uh, what, what sort of prompted us to, to yeah. go down this route. Um, Beer Fairy, Ruth Mitchell, um, did a bit of adjusting on us, couldn't manage just one tweet, managed three instead. I, I think, wasn't there a precursor that said 140, 140 yeah, Jan, characters? Not, just not enough. enough. Yeah. Um, so, firstly, we shouldn't still have... We wouldn't still have the ama amazing range of cast beers we, we have without camera official. Secondly, with all the recent comments about cask, surely a body of champions is still very necessary. Thirdly, it almost felt like, she's going to say, and another thing. Yeah. That being said, I strongly think that camera should be trying to unite the beer industry, not divide it. Um, that came through on a few comments, actually. That last that last one was echoed by a few people. Um, we had a few more. That This is even on opinion shows that they are relevant and needed. That was from Decos. David Martin, yes, needs to find a way to escape the trappings of the 70s, including the AGM without branch representation. D 
Then we had a few people, Gammon Barron and Caveman James, both saying concentrate, quality, promote quality. Cask isn't a quality marker. Uh, then we had a bit of the other side uh, of the coin. Um, camera has missed the bus as far as the beer industry is now. Uh, that was from Grandad Greg, Greg at 1954. We had Miles Lambert, uh, not needed in my opinion, but could still be very useful as a consumer group. Gregor J, at Gregor J, it's not really clear what they're campaigning for anymore, so negative, they need to modernise. But there was a lot of other comments in between those various positions and stuff. So again, thanks to everyone who comment, took the time to comment as well as vote. Uh, but one of the reasons that prompted us to put this poll out is that... Um, as, as members of the British Guild of Beer Writers, we were in, invited to have the opportunity to sit down with the members of the Camera Revitalisation Committee. Um, so that committee has finished their body of work. That, that work has been presented to the, the camera higher echelons, which we'll, we'll get into, but they, they uh, uh, abandoned them, agreed to come and meet with us at, in London. Um, Shepard Neem hosted the event at the old Dr Butler's Head. Very conveniently, a minute's walk away from the office for me. So thank you to Shepard Neem. Thank you for the British Guild of Beer Writers for sending out the invite and organising it in the first place. And uh, thanks for the beer and sandwiches. Well, and thanks also to the Revitalisation yeah, Committee for coming along yeah. and, and, and chatting, which was eye-opening to say the least, I, I think, in yeah. terms of some of the findings that have come out of the report and maybe some of the the challenges that they as a committee now seem to be facing. Yeah, I mean, we're probably sort of jumping a little bit, aren't we? So just a little bit of background. Um, as, you know, they have sought opinion in quite various places, but all generally within the drinking community, either... Um, as camera members, we've had the option to do online surveys, postal surveys, etc. I think there was two or three different surveys. They also held revitalisation committee uh, presentations and meetings. I think they did 50 of those. I went to one of them in, at Leighton Orient. Um, so they've done various things to come to a point now where they have what they consider a set of proposals about where they think camera needs to evolve to. I think would be a fair way of putting it. They've got their facts and figures, they've presented that. But what came out for us is that a little bit of frustration from some of those members of the revitalisation committee that the camera at the higher end isn't perhaps moving quite so quickly on this. That definitely came out, I think. I, I think there was definitely a frustration there that the, these guys have basically said, you know, they they started this process 18 months ago. It, it, it's, it, it's taken them a good six months to gather all of that data from the various sources yeah. that, that they've been... Yeah, because we could vote at the revitalisation yeah. meetings as well. We were asked 10 questions on the evenings. We had like little buzzers, yeah. for want of a better phrase, to register our votes as there and then. So, so they've got all this data that they've put an awful amount of work into. And bearing in mind that the members of the committee are, are all volunteers as well yeah. that have, have given up their time to do this to have then put together recommendations that were, were agreed, have gone to camera for camera to essentially stall for another year. Yeah, before no, they will even Yeah, unfortunately. So camera AGM, for those of you who aren't aware, takes place once a year, usually around the Easter break, sometime around then Easter school holidays. This year's is, I think, down in Eastbourne or Bournemouth and takes place in mid-April. 
a lot of the expectation was that there would be something coming out of that more firm. Instead, what's going to happen is there will be some further discussions at that meeting. And the earliest we'll probably get something out of camera will be the AGM in 2018. Okay, so, so that as, as it stands is is over a year away. From now. Yeah. 18 months, and that would then be two and a half years since they started. So let's just for a moment go back 18 months. Well, no, let's go back to this point last year at where beer in the UK was at the beginning of 2016. You know, we were hearing things like, there's a hop shortage. We're going to see different styles of uh, brewers becoming more inventive with their beers. What we ended up getting was a year of double IPAs. Yeah. Um, and then towards the end of the year, and I'm, I'm going to get it in again, we started seeing Merc Bombs come, coming out as people started to change the style of, of the beer that they're making. Yeah, so things are, things are moving very quickly. So... In just in the beer world, in the last year, things have moved on. In, in another year's time, is is there not almost going to be a case here of well, actually, these findings are are out of date? There is, I think there is the potential for it. I mean, there is a forty-six page report, and I'll hold my hands up. I've only read the headlines, which came as part of either what's brewing or the email circulations they do about it as well. So I haven't read the full report. Um, I think I think we got some headlines didn't we yeah so michael hardeman the chairman of the group gave us uh, some some headlines which i think you actually well, bothered to note down while i drank the beer let, let's just let's just dwell on a few of these yeah. right now because because what what we do have here is a, a camera supporter in 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 you yep and a camera skeptic in me yes so what we should be able to provide our listeners with is a fairly balanced argument this not often we do that. It, no, it's, no, it's not. <laughs> not. Normally we just end up drinking and agreeing. Um, okay, so uh, just a few of the points that, that I made note of from, from tonight's meeting was, uh, firstly, camera shouldn't change its name. Its visions remain, um, and it, it should focus on quality, reallowing, thriving pubs. Well, what, what do you think about that one? Is, is, is camera as a name, the campaign for reallow, does, does that still encompass what modern beer drinking is about i think when you have an acronym an acronym no an acronym long enough we didn't <laughs> sleep there acronym long enough people don't always work out what care what it says okay. so i would I, I would i would see little point and value and money to be spent in changing the name so, so people brand. associate the name camera with beer yeah don't i don't i don't all my friends real al craft beer yeah if you're in camera, you quite obviously do, presumably, a lot of time you will associate it with real ale, straight cast beer. Yeah, but to the to the public... It's a beer consumer association, I think. Because we heard them talk a lot about how they need to attract a younger generation, wider members of the public to become members... Yeah. Um, Specifically, active members. Yeah, that was that's what they were they were they were going at. But I think if you go back to that first point about the actual name change, I I I, I wouldn't see much value myself in changing the actual name. But I can definitely see value in changing how how they look at outside of it. Cast beer, I think, is still when it's at the top of its game, is still one of the finest products out there in in the alcohol world. So not just in the beer world, in the alcohol world, I still think it's one of the best things. Mm. I see no reason why an association that has long 
been championing it would suddenly want to turn its back on it because if they change the name that's what would be levelled at it they're, they're then you know not championing it anymore yeah and Carl Spear really is only best replicated generally in pubs mm-hmm. good pubs who look after it know exactly what they're doing and the brewers who know exactly how to get the beer to them and are willing to perhaps buy, provide a bit of training and knowledge as well um, so yeah I, I'm more than happy with that bit and the actual sentiment behind it about thriving pubs I don't think anyone would really go against that one. Still the best place to drink beer. Okay, so that, that brings us on quite nicely to the next point that I made, which is if, if camera is to thrive and survive, it needs to change. It's primarily about real ale, but always good real ale. But also it needs to recognise that other types of beer exist. What, what do you make of that particular I think that, statement? I think... That was their way of skirting around the words keg and craft. Yeah, it, it was interesting because the the word craft came up. Yeah, from from one of the other from one of the beer, members beer that writers. Was, was there, and you could almost hear there was a, 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 a pause bit of and an intake of breath. Yeah, in 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 the, the room. word had been dropped because I, I think somebody then brilliantly said, "Well, define what, craft. what is craft?" <laughs> yeah, you, you can't define it, but. Is is that them trying to is is that is that is that the revitalization committee saying look this thing isn't going to go away and it's only going to get bigger so we either find a way to embrace it or we're going to end up losing out to it I think it was their way of definitely like I said definitely skirting around it they didn't want to say the word keg they didn't want to say the word craft but they wanted to say, we have heard people talking about other beer. We acknowledge it's out there. We, we've seen it. We've tasted it. We've drunk it without saying it. I don't think they went far enough, to be honest. We, we As an organisation, we champion Cider, Perry, regularly champion Belgian beers. Mm. Um, and then at the very least, what Camera probably could at least start doing, whether that be officially or unofficially, um, there's no need to slate other forms of beer. I, well, I, I don't. I didn't get the feel that they were slating it. No, but, but they're, not in, they're not embracing it. But there are plenty of camera who do. Oh, I'm sure there are, and, and I'm sure. So there while are, the, the revitalisation committee yeah. may not, um, there are plenty of camera who do. But doesn't that then need to come from the camera leadership? That the camera leadership needs to to actually say, you know what? Oh, they have done though. We have, we, we are going to mo- There was a motion passed over last year or the year before that they wouldn't actively do it but I don't think it really got took much notice if I'm being honest you don't set, I mean if you look at the camera beer festivals Manchester is definitely one of the exceptions to the yeah. rule at having non-cast beer because the, the, there are a couple of other comments that, that lend itself to that as well so they kept using the line good beers ciders and perries mm-hmm. um, emphasis on the, 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 the use of the word good and beer next to each other yeah no, no suggestion there that it's real ale just no, good, good beer, beer. size and perry and, and then the other one is real ale as, as the pinnacle of the brewer's craft but they accept that other types of good beer that are worthy of recognition yeah you see I mean I think that was sort of personal opinion and personal bias coming in I, I would say there are some excellent brewers out there who brew some of the most fantastic beers in the world and none of them would be classed as cask real ale yeah and so again we're still we've still got that bias and like I said I do not mind camera having their emphasis on real ale but I don't see why we have to then say 
quite an overt statement, which could be quite offensive to some of those very, very good brewers, both in the UK and further afield, who are brilliant at what they do. Well, well and don't touch cask. Let, let's take another whole sector of the market that I'm a massive fan of. So let's let's take the whole of Belgium. They don't brew cask beer. No. But it's widely known, or it's widely accepted, that they brew some of the best beer in the world. So to say that those brewers aren't achieving the pinnacle of their craft because they're not brewing craft cask, that's not very. I don't. I thought that that that, 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 that statement wasn't. I didn't. I didn't agree with that statement. I said I think real ale at its best can be fantastic. I don't. You know. That, and, and again, that's a personal opinion. Um, real ale out of the cask when it's poor can be absolutely dreadful. I thought that statement on its own wasn't wasn't brilliant. And and you know, I could get my high horse about why the hell sh- when I'm a beer drinker should I support cider and perry? But I don't. I've got a live and let live attitude. So I see no reason why we can't. At the, like I said, at the very least not actively go against it. Even if we didn't mention it, if Keg, ter- if keg or Key Keg turned up more at beer f- camera beer festivals, then you'd be actively encouraging it without saying it. But it's, isn't part of it, again, you know, just because it's at the festival, you don't have to drink it, do you? No. You can you can choose to ignore it. Yeah. And There's loads of beers c- I choose to ignore at beer festivals. And, and celebrate the festival. If, if your thing is cask beer... Then you Ignore just the drink the cask beer at the festival. All camera festivals have cider and perry. Yeah. I unless it's a really scorching summer day and I just fancy something a bit different, I won't go for a cider or a perry. But I won't say to them, get rid of it. So why can't the two sit alongside each other? Why 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 won't camera embrace I think craft the, beer? I mean it's it's because of the dispense, isn't it? If you forget about the word craft, it's the dispense method more than the fact it's craft. Because camera have embrace have given the seal of approval to Moore's beer in a can. So can, which we associate very heavily with craft. Yes. But it's, it's keg, isn't it? It's keg that's the problem. Right. For, for so, so, so it's just the keg dispense because key keg, they're happy with. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was another problem I did have. The fact that Camry even bothered to have a technical group. The, the, yeah, that look into it. And I mean, yeah, I made, I made a note of that. that, that they said that... Um, there's still a lot of research to do in terms of um, looking at the technicalities of good beer. Yeah. Well, we have, in the, again, in the Canberra Quarterly publication, they usually do some sort of tasting panels. They don't go on about the technicalities of it. Do they like it? It's yeah. ba- is the crux of the matter, isn't it? Do we like the beer? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would say there's, there's some beers out there that wouldn't be my favourite, but they're probably still very well made cast beers and would tick every single cast beer box on the technical report. Wouldn't necessarily be the beers I'd go for. It is, but some of this comes back to the the, the point that Ruth made that, that you read out the first one that you read out, where um, to well, paraphrase, which one of the three points? Unite, not divide. Yeah, and that, I mean that was echoed again by um, someone else who just said, "Oh yeah, Mark Bailey at Uproar Thirteen. They love beer, we love beer. They aren't going away, neither are we. Therefore, we should work together." Yeah, and and we've both seen. The, the, the two work side by side. So we saw it saw it in Manchester. Yeah. You saw it last year at London Craft Beer Festival yeah. where they had a cask yeah. bar as uh, as well. And I, I just think that part of what they were talking about tonight is attracting more younger people to to the membership. I think the average age of, of a camera member is 53 years old and, and that they want to attract a, a younger membership. Now, I, I sit, I like to think, quite a way under that 
average age uh, at the moment. But camera are doing nothing to attract me back as a member. No, no. Well, I was, I was going to come back to you on that because I mean, I've been a member since two thousand and one, and despite the fact that I think it's not the perfect organisation, I still think they have a role to play. Whether it be the pubs, um, the fact that I do want them to look at whether cask is good just because it's in a cask, that kind of thing, which we mentioned last time was on one of the news news items. Um, you know, I, I think they are still irrelevant. I just would like them to get a bit more up to date, even if they are still promoting their core beliefs. I don't see a problem with spreading it out. So, I, I, I still think there's 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 more to come. But I think there was one of the one of the points that did come out, and this was quite an interesting take, which I hadn't looked on it at all, and we didn't. I don't think we got any comments on about it. Was um, camera as a as a bulwark to the anti-alcohol lobby. Yeah, they, they, they said they need to take the fight to the anti-alcohol lobby. Uh, no one's doing a good enough job to oppose the, the, the lobby and what they're saying. I have to admit, I would wholeheartedly agree with that comment. Yeah, uh, there, there isn't really, you know, cameras, the consumer organisation, I don't know, I don't think CBA, the, the British Pubs Association, I don't think any of those guys have got their message out as well as the anti-alcohol lobby have got their message out. But... See, I don't. I wouldn't say. I, I don't see that being the role of Seabra or the Pubs Association. I, I see that that's the role of Camera. Why? Because they're the, the vested interest of the Pub Association. They're the, they're the consumer organisation. Yeah. For, 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 for surely, beer. pubs, uh, the pub owners, and the brewers want that message out as well, don't they? That they're they the they ones do, selling but, the product. But those organisations aren't designed for that purpose. I would those say are that, membership organisations. I would say that comes back to the uh, people working together. I don't see why that should just be craft brewers and camera. I think if you've got industry organisations and a consumer association and they can come together like they did, um, which I presume they all had a part to play with uh, progressive beer duty, but you can actually make changes. So... So why wouldn't, why wouldn't they want to work together? They all have a vested interest. They, they do, but... Why aren't they working together? Um, that I don't know. That I can't answer. So I, I would say that... But Canberra, even on its own, haven't done a good enough job. They don't advertise it enough. They don't it's, Is it simply, enough. as, again, going back to one of the comments earlier, um, I think this was Greg that made this, that, that they've missed the bus, that, that, that Canberra are an organisation that belong in a different decade that are no longer relevant today? No. I wouldn't say they've missed the bus. And so they're a bit, they need to catch up with the bus. But the bus moves quicker for different people. I think if you look at camera outside of the metropolitan areas, they are people's only avenue sometimes to get in half-decent beer. We've got to remember, we live in the south-east, we work in London, you go out to Leeds a lot, a lot of the people who listen to us happen to live in good metropolitan areas which have a lot of access to different things. Outside of those areas, even just festivals, if it wasn't for Canberra, there's no festival. There isn't a craft beer festival going to a small village. So, so that, that comes but back Canberra, to... Canberra will hold a festival. To a recurring theme that, that, that we seem to be coming back to, which is choice. And, you, you know, what, what happens if you don't have the choice of beers that you would fa- be faced with in a metropolitan area? Are Canberra doing enough in, 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 in the, the, the regions to encourage people to try more bits. Well, I think you still got and to offer. They still. I mean, a, a business still has to make money. So if they they can offer five or six beers, but 
after three or four days, then sold many, and it's not even going through, then that's going to be a tough sell anyway. But I think yeah, I would still I would still like to think there's an element of choice, even if it's not as good as what I'm used to. It's very hard for me to judge these days almost what's a good choice because I'm spoiled at times. Yeah. With my access to choice, even just going to the craft beer company on Saturday, there's 45 taps. That's out 45 different beers before I even got to bottles or cans. Whereas if I go into a local pub outside of big cities and large towns, I might be faced with a choice of half a dozen beers. Yeah. Maybe three hand pumps. Yeah, three hand pumps. A couple of bottles and some keg. Yeah. And the keg will probably, I'm not, I'm not trying to say this is always the case, a lot of the time will be the big brands. Because yeah. they're the ones with the, the better margins they can buy it in and maybe don't have to turn it over so quick. Mm-hmm. So I think without camera, you wouldn't have those local festivals going on. You wouldn't necessarily have local choice going on in some of the pubs. But it doesn't make them perfect. I don't think they've missed the bus. I think they've been a bit slow catching it up. So, so why should I join camera? Why should you join camera? Yeah. So my dad can have your 50p off vouchers. <laughs> He'll love <laughs> you forever. If I was no, joining, if I was joining yeah. camera, I'd be using the fifty p off vouchers no, myself. Steve, you wouldn't because they don't give it off resin. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I, again, I, I I like going to camera beer festivals. And another thing you get with camera membership is you do eventually. For me, I get my money back just on festivals. Well, well, you did get some vouchers when we went into the Manchester festival. Yeah, you got benefit of that, as well. which, which I was which I was a little bit like, where are my vouchers? Yeah. Well, you're not a member of camera. Yeah, but they went into kitty though. They, they did, but, so, yeah. But you know, you get. I, I think but it's I giving also, people money off enough. No, I don't think it is. I think is that's that the right reason for I me to join. I like reading what's brewing. I like reading the quarterly publication. I like the information I get from my local Colchester camera branch. So, sorry, which, which is the one which always has the letters page full of people moaning about craft Oh, beer. what's brewing? Yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should know. You can, you can do a spot the keg word or craft <laughs> word these days as well. Um, I, I like receiving the information the publications through as well. Um, I, I, do, I like the fact that I can go to the camera beer festival and I, and I might not have to pay an entrance fee, even if it's only a couple of quid. Or if I go to one of the big original ones, I might get a couple of quid off. I think that's all good stuff. It's encouraging me to go to the festivals, encouraging me to try cask. Um, I, I like. I, I'm quite happy feeling part of a group. Uh, I, I think. I think they do have a lot to offer, but I also think you are. You join camera based on your area, so you you, you would presumably come under some sort of mid Essex, but not including Chelmsford branch. Yeah, when the the one year that I was a member before I got associated to a branch, and in the year I was a member, I never heard from them. Yeah, whereas I've been fortunate enough that not only have I met a lot of the Colchester camera guys, and I've I've felt like I've got on with them all. Um, they do keep in touch regularly for the beer festivals. They all send out a postal uh, note as well as sending emails, and any any links to any of the national stuff they send emails for as well. So they're very active in that respect, yeah. keeping you up to date. And they help out the other beer festivals. So beer festivals, which are put on by pubs and breweries, they're always willing to help out, and you, you know, volunteers and knowledge. And again, I come back to the thing about without camera, a lot of beer festivals wouldn't take place because they are volunteer-led and they're not necessarily trying to turn a profit. They don't want to make a loss, but not necessarily turn a profit. Okay, so let's let's bring that right back to the start then, to, to the poll in, in today's beer world. Is, is camera still needed? I think so, because I think there's still a lot of people who who aren't in a craft bubble. But it but it needs this change that hopefully I think, the revitalisation project will bring to it. I think like any organisation which has been around a while, it needs a bit of a kick up the arse. 
Um, it's just whether the right people are in the right positions to do the kicking. I suppose only time will tell Yeah. on, on that one because the, the, the next steps are obviously that they're not going to review the findings until 2018. Um, in the meantime, they've, Cameron have said they want to do some impact studies based on some of the findings yeah. as well and they want to hold some focus groups as, uh, as well. So um, I suppose it's just a case of continue to watch this space. And yeah, I mean, it gets mentioned regularly in the publications. I, I, I think there will be movement I think for people who those want... Those publications only go to members. Well, I, I, it's, it's... I don't want to guarantee you if I'm paying for it. No, but that's not enough, is it? If you're no, trying to encourage you... a new generation of drinkers to join... But your starting point has to be your own membership. Every every political party, when they, when they, when they have their party conferences, that's their starting point. You, you have to have your, mem- your own membership on board for the ride. You can't just dismiss your, all your membership to bring in newbies. Yeah, and and that's where tonight has been great because thank, thanks to the British Guild of Beer Writers, we were able to sit down with the the, the committee. Yeah, there were some big writers in the room. Yeah. As, as as well, and and hopefully some of what was shared tonight, we're we're doing our bit by communicating it through our yeah. medium, putting it out through the podcast. But hopefully, we'll see a few people. Yeah, hopefully, there'll be a few written articles as well. I mean, you know, about this. Roger Protz, Martin Cornell were both there. Yeah, um, they both raised their hands to ask a few questions here and there so there was there, and there was a few you know journalists who they actually get paid for it as well I know. here never heard of that what's, i thought, I thought sandwiches that? and chips was being paid well yeah we just uh we just get paid in beer yeah yeah, yeah worse for me yeah worse for me too um Spe- speaking of beer what did you what was your final thoughts on the pale ale from beer by the way i really enjoyed it yeah, well we uh, both finished actually, it pretty quickly yeah, didn't we yeah uh like i say it's, it's one that you could just drink a, yeah, it's a shame that we sh- it's a shame we don't have two cans of that one because one three thirty can. Didn't, I was only didn't, getting into it. Yeah, it didn't really go very far. So uh, that yeah, one. that was that was a winner. Yeah, really, I really enjoyed that one. And and now we've got uh, while we've been chatting, I've I've poured the the, the final uh, beaued beer that we're doing this evening, which is Black Rock, which is uh, their porter. Um, so this is a five point one percent as well. Okay, well, cheers, uh, cheers. So, would you consider camera, or are you going to wait and see? Um, I don't. I don't know. Um, taking on board everything that you were saying in terms of, because what's membership a year? Thir- single thir- single membership three? is twenty two. I think I pay joint membership for me and Michelle, and that's around about thirty. Okay, so so for twenty two quid, I'm I'm gonna get a few quid off of going into a few festivals. Gonna maybe get a few vouchers. I'm gonna get fifty p off of a few beers in in, in spoons. Um, I, I just don't know. I don't know if that's the right reason to become a member. No, no, those wouldn't be. They wouldn't. Be the, well, I, the festival. I think the if it encouraged you to go to the festivals, because you're not the biggest camera festival going person, are you? No, I'm not. Let's let's Despite be honest. my best efforts. Let, let's be honest. I do tend to start moaning within about fifteen minutes of being yeah. in, in, in a camera yeah. festival that I need something. Yeah, both the ones we went to last year did that. Fizzy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I would want to be associated to an active branch. Yeah. But maybe your branch might be more active now. This branch might be. One that I could get involved in, in some of the stuff that they're doing. And I I would I think I would want really want to see them take on board some of these recommendations that's been made by the Revitalisation Committee in terms of begin to become more inclusive. 
take on consider other types of of beer that are good beer and and generally just champion great beer yeah I'd, I'd agree I think I think at its heart a lot of people would say that's what they'd like to see and I think in some areas they probably are doing that already I mean one of the reasons why we were keen to go to the Manchester Beer Festival is we've heard good things about it before absolutely yeah and they all rang true yeah so there are some areas that do it I mean my local one doesn't but they probably feel that with the venue that they've got to try and squeeze in another bar maybe it's not logistically possible um with maybe somewhere like the chelmsford summer beer festival which is quite a large affair maybe they would have an option if they if they so desired but i i, I think you might find that although you why you want the national executive to start coming on board you might find it comes from the bottom up in some places I suppose we can only hope so, can't we? Yeah. Is, is, is that, and, and that's where it needs to come yeah. from. I, I still like camera. My introduction to... My, my beer journey started with camera and beer festivals. And I, I'm, I'm still grateful to them for that. And on that bombshell... Yes. Um, next beer. So what, what, what are your thoughts on the porter? At the moment, it's not as porterish as I would like. It's a bit thin. It's a little bit thin. It's got quite a nice, interesting flavour. There's lots of flavours going on in there. But I need them to drop the word porter. It's... Almost feels like a... I don't know. It's it's it's, it's a, a, a bitter almost. It's like a dark ruby owl, yeah. isn't it? Rather than than a porter. And it, it's quite a contrast to the pale owl. Yeah, as, as as well. It's got a, a few more of the characteristics of the Haven Amber. Yes, yeah. It's got it's it's it feels like it's more of that family than perhaps the hop forward family. This is again a bit more malty, a little bit sweeter. Very traditional. Yeah, as 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 well, a little bit of chocolate. I'm preferring it to the Haven. Yeah, but I I and I quite like the traditional porters. I just don't I, feel I like, this is, I, like I don't feel this is traditional enough. I, I just I need it to just have a little bit more body, yeah, um, and and that might then bring a few more of those roasted flavours through yeah. that you'd get in a in, in a traditional porter. But yeah, I mean, what's it, what's this one called again? Did you say? So this is Black Rock. Yeah. See, if they hadn't put the word porter after, I'd probably be judging it slightly differently. I th- I think I would actually. Um, it's it's yeah. The like, like I say, it's just not. It's not enough. Yeah, it's not quite lifting, is it? Yeah. Everything just needs to be dialed up a little bit. Yeah. More. Uh, and not necessarily ABV wise. I just, I want a bit more body in there. Yeah. May, so, maybe dial down some of the, uh, like, what did you say? It's dandelion and burdock. Well, it, it says. Or am I making that up? No, this, this rich porter is smoky and malty with notes of chocolate and dandelion and burdock. Now, I don't, I don't necessarily get that. I get a little bit of the chocolate. Um, and, and certainly getting the maltiness from it. I'm definitely getting the sweet maltiness, and I was getting that. I was taking the sweet; it's coming from the malt as well. Yeah. Um, smokiness not really coming through. Again, no. A little hints. Yeah, but in, only in, in the background. If I'm really looking for it, it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not smacking you no, in the face. Which is, is fine. Uh, with smoky beers, I think you need do need to be careful with I'm them. Not a fan of smoky. Yeah, I had one from Gun Brewery the other day, and I went back to them, and I just said, for me, it was too smoky. This, the was, this was the beer, the beer box, box one. Yeah. I saw, I saw yeah. your comment on it, yeah. and you, you weren't Well, I wasn't happy about yeah. that one, but uh, I had a quite a good dialogue with them, though. So, all credit to Gun Brewery for that. And then I was in on the Holborn Whippet on Saturday, and I had three of their beers. Loved them all. Okay. And I like, like the ones I had before. Yeah, yeah. From them. So, it's just, yeah. I think smoke, smoky is, uh, is quite a tough one to play with. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You've got to get the balance. If you're going full-on smoked beer... 
or it needs to be a subtle hint. Yeah. And anywhere in between, and I think you, you've, you've got it wrong. Yeah. Just, just leave it for the Roush beers to yes, do the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, okay, so where is the uh, Big Box of Nothing going this week? Well, the Big Box of Nothing, um, you know, I've looked at a few. Um, my girlfriend Michelle took one which featured a Dalek in it from the podcast discussion on Saturday. That was quite high up on my list of winners just because it had a Dalek in it. Beside it. You can't... It had a beer beside it. Dalek and a beer. Perfect for me. I mean, come on. Um, uh, I know, but it, it, it was Michelle. Yeah, you liked it when she had Dave in it. That's that's different. She's not my girlfriend. Yeah, but you, you practically <laughs> chose that one. Um, there was another one from, uh, I think it was uh, maybe Gammon Baron, who had a Lego Joker and Lego Batman climbing Saw that. up inside uh, of the, the beer. As a nod to beer farts yeah. as, as well. Yeah. He had done that one, yeah. Um, which I quite like that one. It yeah. was well done, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but actually, the winner, and it pains me to say it, is you, Steve. Oh, get in! Yes! You have won Woo! for your picture taken at the beer festival in Manchester. Yes! Your black and white picture of all the car scale pumps. Get in. Is there an element of irony in that? Yes. <laughs> and pain, I have to admit. Because it's, it got me straight away and I thought, come on, there must be someone out there, no one beat it. Oh. So, Congratulations, I'm, Steve. I'm chuffed. You can. Uh... If we hadn't been out tonight, I would have brought a big box of nothing with me. Excellent. I'm so thrilled. I've never, I've never won anything before. <laughs> I'd like to thank. <laughs> and he, he didn't know he was winning that. Oh no! Thank you. I'm, I'm, def- I'm honestly chuffed. Actually, I think, funnily enough, I showed you the picture, and you went, you said to me, "Oh, you should have done that in black and white." Yeah. So you uh, did. Uh, so I did. Yeah. Um, but no, thank you for that. Brilliant. And obviously, uh, if you want to have a go at winning your own great big box of nothing, which I will forever go on about having won it now, um, just put your picture up on Instagram. Use the hashtag Cheers, guys. Uh, and if it's the one that um, attracts Martin's eye, you can get your own great big box of nothing. Yeah. So uh, congratulations again, Steve. Thank you very much. Um, so on to our uh, new section uh, of the show, uh, which at the this moment is still called Letters by Which We Mean Tweets, which, which I still quite like that title. But we have had some suggestions for some alternative names. Um, so, And we will just put this out to our listeners. So if you like any of these, let us know which one you like yeah. the most and, and we might change the, the, the title of this section. So um, Pete McCary at PJ McCary uh, says he thinks we should call it Owl Bag. Um, now, now Pete knows that I struggle to pronounce the word owl, so, so I'm, I'm going to struggle with that one every week. So, probably not going to get selected, even if people love it. Um, then there was um, uh, another suggestion from um, Gareth at Barrelage Lead uh, Leads, who, who said we should call it Twitters, um, as in tweeted letters. But I, I worry that that would end up becoming twatters. Good chance. Um, on, on a regular basis. But then I actually quite like twatters as, <laughs> as, as, as well. So um, let us know if, if you like any of those. And, or if you have a new one. Or if you have a new one. Or And we're still looking for or if somebody you, wants to record a little jingle for yeah, us as well. Or if you, want to call, if you want us to still call it letters. Letters by which mean tweets. Yeah. Which, which I, I to give it its full title. 
by which I mean tweets. <laughs> um, so we did have a few people come come back. Did we have uh, some then? We we had some, yeah. So this this was just uh, just using the the hashtag opinions. This is a kind of listener only segment to to the show. Um, so so Ronnie Bean at Ronnie Bean um, was saying uh, that he likes a range of items on the show uh, and enjoys listening to the high ABV beers kick in. Um, which okay, so it's not going to like this week's show. We've had one subject and no high ABV. No, yeah. So, so, so <laughs> sorry about that, Ronnie. Um, a, a lot of people jumping in on um, our suggestions that we were going to have less FOMO this year. Um, so Luke Luke McLean um, at McLean seven eight four. Nice shout out on FOMO. Couldn't agree more. Um, the owl lady at the owl lady says, uh, listening to these love, two lovely chaps' opinions early arvo before meeting one's deadline is a dangerous practice. Hashtag thirsty. Um, and then uh, Rory Lee at Rory Lee, I love murky beers. Like many people say, it gives more flavour as the yeast holds on to the flavour more. Disagree. Um, and then finally, uh, from the, the, the tweeted uh, letters, uh, Miles Lambert. Uh, is it better that breweries are now able to release those accidental murky beers? Hashtag opinions, <laughs> which is which is quite an interesting one. And then we had one uh, who was from from your friend Carl, yep. who uh, felt the need to email this because it was more than it was way more it, than one hundred forty. Uh, and this was on the back of the discussion that we had in uh, a couple of weeks ago about Brewdog and Aberdeenshire yep. Council. Um, and he was basically saying that um, essentially he was siding with the council, saying that actually the land value would have increased because it had been highlighted for developmental purposes. Yeah, I think you get rather the, than agricultural. Yeah, his example is based on personal experience, partly yeah. as well. Yeah. So uh, when they were looking at buying land, they paid about thirty-eight thousand pounds for the four acres, so about nine thousand per per acre. Um, but uh, which was for agricultural use. Yeah. So that's where the horses went. But when they looked at the land for planning permission. It suddenly went up to over a hundred thousand pound for the same, which is one hell of a jump yes. for the same bit of grass. Yeah. So the, and the point he was making. So if you if you have a big plot of land that could potentially have a thousand houses on it, then the price per per acre will be quite high. Yeah. So basically, um, and then finishing by saying um, he thinks Brewdog were even misadvised or thought they were trying to be clever, which backfired. And one thing's for sure, they shouldn't have gone public on social media as it looks and makes them look rather childish and naive. Yeah, I, I think we all agreed that maybe the social media bit would have been best left alone. Yeah, and, and I think potentially that, that gives us an option for a future show where, which is almost the flip side of tonight, where you've been trying to convince me that investing in camera is a good idea. Maybe I could try and justify to myself why I actually invested in Brewdog. <laughs> if, if, if they're gonna <laughs> keep embarrassing me as a shareholder, brilliant. Um, so, um, well, some I'm, great letters there yeah. this week. I mean, the no, the no FOMO one was quite interesting because um, Miles did a blog about that recently, didn't he? Yes, he did. Which, um, which was titled "No Mo FOMO," which I've in my head is spoken like it was a giant. I suppose oh, Miles. Miles is a giant. Miles yeah. is a giant, um, and it was basically again reiterating that you know beer is beer we don't need to chase to the next big thing and you could probably apply that to any walk of life we just happen to be talking about beer 
Um, and that that's definitely worth worth a read. It does, it does back up what a few people have been saying, what we said on our Look Forward show at the start of the year. Uh, again, link, links will be in the show notes. Um, then there was one which completely unconnected uh, by a blog by Beer Manchester called Where Everyone Knows Your Name. Um, it's just one which struck me uh, because he had spent a, a, a little while looking for a, what he wanted to class as a local. Um, and most people would like their local to be local. Um, he found what he thought was that. But then once he got sort of accepted into the group in the local, he didn't really like what he was seeing and hearing because of the way he'd been accepted into the inner circle. Uh, well worth a read. Um, there's probably a few people who can identify with either why they haven't got their local on their doorstep or their local isn't the pub just down the road. Um, you know, he much prefers to, to drink his beers in hostelries in Manchester. But well worth a read. Again, link will be in, in the show notes. And just lastly, one uh, something that I found very useful, which came through on email a few weeks ago, um, was a new book, sort of a similar title some, to some of the other titles we'll recognise, uh, Around So-and-So in 80. This one's called Around the Tube in 80 Pubs. Obviously, firstly, there's more than 80 stops on the tube, but they've picked 80 stops where a pub or pubs are within a 10-minute walk. Um, they name the pub, describe the pub, say what the most popular beers are on, on a semi-regular basis, and they also have a little Google map in there, which is really quite handy because my Google maps are my phone is shit. Yeah, so that, 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 quite that is quite handy. Yeah. Um, it's downloadable via ebook on Kindle. Um, it's by a guy called Mike Gerrard. Um, I've had a bit of a flick through it as well, and I found it really quite good. And some of the pubs which were suggested maybe think, oh, there are a few, you know, being a Londoner and somebody who works in London, there are some that I wasn't aware of. So it's well worth a look whether you're a Londoner or visiting. So seek it out if you do want to. And we'll put a link to that. in. in yeah, there'll be a link to that as well. As, as well. And uh, if if you do want to um, send us a, a letter by, by which we mean tweets, uh, just make sure to use the hashtag. We, yeah, we need a new word. Can't have you keep opinions. saying by which we mean tweets every I like time. It. I think it's got this little <laughs> ring to it. Uh, but but yeah, just just uh, use the hashtag opinions and, and we'll find it and uh, we'll, we'll read it out on, on, on the next show. Yeah. So what's coming up, Steve? Uh, well... A bit of a couple, again another couple of busy weeks. So the, the, the next two weeks of shows, what what you're going to get from us, are again are going to be a little bit different. Um, so so next week's show is going to be uh, another collab that that, that we're doing, uh, and this one is with Michael Lally from Bushcraft Beer Podcast, um, and we've also got uh, Stu McKinley from the Yeasty Boys on on there, uh, and we're going to be, be having a discussion about people's buying choices and uh, and what affects them. So. Um, those of you that have met Stu before know that that discussion could go in any direction. Yeah, um, yeah. So we can just ask the question and sit back. That's our plan for what that show yeah. is going to be about. We'll, we'll see where it goes. The week after, uh, we've got another collab coming out, which is the one that we did with Roland from yeah. Stephen Roland's so beer that's podcast. Coffee, that's coffee, coffee and beer. And, beer. Um, and then the next actual studio show, yeah. as, as, as it may be, uh, will be um, recording week commencing the 20th of Feb. And we will be drinking the uh, Pirate Life beers, which are fairly new to the UK from Australia. Um, so if people do want to get their hands on those and drink along with us, Plenty of bottle shops are stocking them now. Um, you should be able to track them down. Uh, we'll be doing the, the throwback 
uh, session IPA, we'll be doing the IPA, and we'll be doing the double IPA. So it'll be a very IPA-centric show that week, which I will be very happy about. You're looking forward uh, to that one, I aren't you, I am very much looking forward to that. He's and smiling, everyone. And that's coming in a couple of weeks' time. Um, so, yeah, just to, to finish off tonight's show, thanks to Bude Brewery for sending us the, the three beers um, for trying. Um, we've enjoyed those. Yep. Uh, th- these are available... Um, I think possibly from the brewery. Um, well, phone them up. The number's on the label. Yes, absolutely. You can, <laughs> you can give them a call or, or you can search them out on the social medias, um, no doubt. Yeah, at Bude Brewery. I mean, my um, favourite is definitely the Pale Ale. I, I, I enjoyed the Pale Ale. Yeah. I, I think that was always going to be... Um, that, that was a nice winner. one. Yeah. Um, but and, until next time, mate. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.